sports fans, and thank you for listening to State of My Sports, where we talk about State of Michigan sports and State of Michigan beer. If you aren't following us on social media yet, please do so by searching State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast along with our YouTube channel so you do not miss an episode. For even more content, check out our website, stateofmisports.com. Before we get into the episode, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. The Hobbs Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports. Sicilianos Market helps us pick out the best Michigan beers for each and every episode. Also, Caleb from Mac Web Design helped us get our website created. So check out all of our sponsors and let them know that we sent you. Thank you for checking out episode 98. Today we're going to talk about some NFL free agency, uh, some of the moves that the Lions have made. Um, Kyle, those are nice socks. I just noticed that. The mic's off. That button again. Hockey socks. Yeah, those are really cool. Uh, Evie got me these for Christmas. Yeah, I like she that. She did. Um, we're also going to talk about our brackets and Michigan-Michigan State's road to, to meet each other in the Elite Eight. That would be the Michigan dream, I think. Right, right. The state of Michigan dream, I should say. Um, we're also going to uh, celebrate National Backyard Day. That is the, the 19th of March. That It's the first, first ever one. We're going to celebrate that. What um, day is that? That's going to be a Friday. I think it's Friday. Yeah, I'll, and then is that this Friday. So we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to draft. Yeah. Our, our, we're going to build our own backyard basically with a draft style. The way that we do that. So okay. Ooh, just start start racking your brain on and all that stuff. So okay. Um, we're going to have a betting hero segment with Trav. Uh, he's going to give us his pick of the week. I'm going to try to put together a winning parlay for Wednesday, which never happens. But how'd you still, do last week? <laughs> I think I lost one. I think I lost like the easiest one. It seems like really. But yeah. you, you hit the other ones. No, <laughs> I'm over. Oh, I'm oh. over. Okay, but that's what's fun about parlays. But so you lost one. I lost one of the the four games in the parlay. Well, that's what he's saying. Which one? Yeah. Did you lose? Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't remember. He said easiest one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you got the other ones. I got three of the four games right. Yeah. And then the yeah. Well, so there you close. Go. So listen th- out of three of those. Yeah, just do and three. Then of them. The listeners <laughs> should just pick their own for yeah. the other. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Until they pick the wrong one, they're pick still mad it. at me. <laughs> I would be. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, we're going to grade our Sicilianos Market Michigan beers. Um, I'm Sam Waltart. With me today, we got Micah Smith, Kyle Fossey, Ryan Waltart, John Dornboss working behind the scenes. Um, really, uh, I mean, I feel like we're going to, we got to move, move through this one as we quick got a, as possible. We got a lot to talk the about. The very first thing I wanted to, I wanted to do um, was talk about the Pistons trade. Ryan, do you have, like, any thoughts? So they traded uh, Svi, Svi, Svi? Svi Mikhailuk. Svi Mikhailuk. Um, for they got Diallo. I know, I know that's his last name. I, I yeah. don't know how to pronounce his first name. It starts with an H. I'd call him Hugo. Hugo. Just decided before this started. Yeah, Hugo right. Diallo. He is a former slam dunk champion. I think he was 2019 as a rookie. And that was Orlando Magic. Is that nope? No, nope. he's, he's for the close. yeah. He's for the Thunder. Thunder he plays for the Oklahoma yep. City Thunder, or he did before this. Um, the interesting connection here is this is Troy Weaver's draft pick when he was with the Thunder this is a guy that he wanted in the second round he's a phenomenal athlete already talked about uh, the slam dunk contest but he he's also a shooting guard which is one of the positions that uh, is kind of missing with the Pistons right now Svi Mikhailuk is a really good shooter yeah he he still is but he's not very athletic he's not a great defender so he's not fitting the Troy Weaver mold that we've come to know at this yeah. point he's he's obviously been looking for these ultra athletes long athletic uh young defense first 
Um, you know, not a guy who just sits behind a three-point line, and that's exactly what McCulloch is. Okay. Um, Diallo fits that kind of a mold, and if he's going to get one of his former draft picks, he obviously believes in him. He's he's averaging somewhere around 11 points a game right now, so he has scoring ability. He's not the best shooter, somewhere around 30% three-point shooting. So um, I, I think it's a good pick. You, again, you're collecting all these guys who are like 20 to 23 years old, really young, tons of athletic ability, tons of potential. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, if two of these guys stick, two or three of them, that's a really good baseline for your team moving forward. Gotcha. No, that's good. Um, the other thing that we want to do before we get into the, the core of the episode, um, tomorrow is St. Patrick. Is it tomorrow? Is it is it the 17th? I don't even know. It's coming up. I think John, so. John's nodding yes. Wednesday. Wednesday. Tomorrow or today, when people are listening, I don't think you um, could find a group of people who care less, care less yeah. about St. Patrick. I'm not a big St. Patrick's Day guy. Yeah, and I, don't, I, I've, I, don't care. I, I mean, no. so I did want to bring up like, were, did we have any memories, Kyle? I know you you wanted to share one that you were really excited to share. With <laughs> That's um, not safe on the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told you guys that in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my it's a rough night. My, both wearing green, man. <laughs> I have a really well, bad yeah, bad memory of. St. Patrick's Day, and it was the national championship loss when I was playing for Davenport, and we lost mm. the national championship on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, no wonder you hate it. Yeah, I, I've like hated it, it ever yeah. since. Yeah. Um, but uh, we did want to bring up. I mean, did you have? Did you guys have any good good stories? No. 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 <laughs> we're just, we're the most boring. <laughs> just bad memories. Like when it comes to like yeah, drinking just, and so we don't yeah, really just dumb drinking. Party yeah, dumb. Lot, that's what it was. Dumb drinking when I, we were younger. I yeah. haven't really participated. Everybody gets mad at me for not wearing <laughs> green every year. And at one time I almost mis- made a mistake and I like <laughs> and changed right beforehand. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> no, didn't I won't do to. it. No, don't, I don't tell me what I don't to know do. How much of a story <laughs> this is? But we went to Irish on Irish on Ionia. And oh, I the don't, big street fest. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand what the point of it is. No, uh, it's it's just drinking. Yeah, I get it. It's being around Sounds thousands like a beer of people. Festival. It's great. It's hardly. A is beer it canceled festival. this year because of the COVID and stuff? Are they having anything? I so, like, I don't think so. They're doing a thing at Cannonsburg where you bring a shovel and you ride down on the shovel. Are you serious? Not a word of a lie. <laughs> that seems really. I'll weird. meet you there. I'll bring my mountain bike. You bring like a th- you bring like a plastic shovel and you ride. GRD is like sponsoring it, and it's supposed to be like since there's no Irish on Ionia. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. It's yeah. Seems dumb. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna uh-huh. do anything. I'll probably just come home and have a nice. Oh come evening. on, let's just do it, guys. Yeah. Shovel time. <laughs> Shovel time. Shovel time. Um, but Shovel also, time. I mean, with with St. Patrick's Day, there's a lot of um, like names that can kind of go in sports that can go along with with uh. You know, Patrick is you a very like popular Patrick? name. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that <don't> Saint <laughs> Saint was Saint. one that came to mind. So I was thinking, there's got to be a list Bernard. of, of athletes Bernard. with the name Saint in it and stuff like that. I couldn't find anything, um, but the one that comes to mind was New Martin Saint Louis. That was the one. What Saint Louis? New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess Saint Saint I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. No, Saint I'm Pierre. Just kidding. Saint Pierre isn't that uh, the fighter, right? UFC. <laughs> Do they? Uh, John's nodding, yes. So, yeah, dude. George, George St. Pierre. Yeah, so, dude. Uh, I mean, I, I came up with a, a list yeah. here. Actually, I found it online. There's, there's a lot of them. I mean, Patrick Le- Leahy, Patrick McEnroe. Um, the the one that stuck out to me was um, uh, Patrick Kane. I think one of the best one of the best hockey players in the world right now. Yeah, Dude's unbelievable. As much as I don't like the guy, I mean, you got to give him got to give him a little bit of credit. And then stay, sticking in the hockey world, the guy that I can't stand, Patrick Waugh. Roy. 
Patrick, Patrick Roy. Roy. <laughs> Patrick Roy, one of the worst humans of all time. So, um, oh, but John, you said you had words. you had a couple more that that I that I missed on this list that are worth bringing up here. I see Danica Patrick. Danica, yeah. <laughs> but I had uh, just the greatest sportscaster of all time, Dan Patrick, in mind. Oh, that's a good one. That's I know he's a good one. No, he's not. He was an athlete. College. He's comp- he's a competition to us, so we don't want to bring him oh. up and give him publicity. <laughs> well, he's the greatest of all time, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you scratch his back, he'll scratch yours. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Pat Riley. Oh, that's a good one. I'm I'm sure it's short for Patrick, right? He looks like a Patrick. Yeah, he yeah. does. What else would it be short for? <laughs> Didn't he Patricia? coach? That's the real question. Didn't Patricia? he coach Patrick Ewing? Yeah, he was. He was like a. Did he coach Patrick Ewing? <laughs> player, coach, and GM, NBA champion too. I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, all was, three. For sure. That's yeah, crazy. Lakers, Heat. Yeah, Heat. Yeah, he's won some titles for sure. Is he? He's yeah. still the owner of the Heat, right? GM. GM. GM? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That makes sense. And probably yeah. last but not least, the greatest one, uh, Patty Mills. I only know this because he torched the Detroit Pistons last night for like 20 points off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody torched the Pistons last night. Didn't they lose by like 20? Something like that? I, I, I know that they were down check, big. Yeah. But I think they came back late in the game, but it was... They always come back, I'm telling you. Late points. It is time to introduce our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner, Sicily Annals Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether they know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sicily Annals Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they are individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They obviously have a great selection of craft beer. They also have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. Siciliano's Market also has the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the State of My Sports family, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. All right, let's get into our beer introductions. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what are you drinking over there? <laughs> uh, Bell's. It's called No Yeah. Um... It's an easy drinking golden ale. There's nothing else on this can. Uh, it just says, and I quote, just a really nice beer. Uh, I think it's some sort of shot or homage to the Midwest or Michigan people because there's a bunch of like quotes on it that say, like, uh, watch for deer. Yeah, no, for sure. Oop, excuse me, just going to sneak past you. Um, so I don't know if it's a joke on how we talk or. Yeah, Probably. Sure. Which I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> uh, Micah, what are you drinking? From One Well Brewing in Kalamazoo, only ghost to show. It's a lime ghost, and it's got a uh, unicorn on it. <laughs> I know, like that can. It, it's a cool can. Uh, it's only a 4.4% alcohol by volume. Huh. And no wonder why it goes down real quick. Yeah, it goes. It's got a <laughs> good one, Sam. <laughs> it goes. I think down. that was used before. Maybe <laughs> last ghost we drank. Well done. <laughs> every 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 time. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> Ryan. I'm drinking Arbuckle Cold Brew Coffee Stout from uh, Midland Brewing Company. That's probably not. It's probably just Arbuckle Cold Brew, and it is a coffee stout. I just read it all as one. I'm going to read them the the little description they have on here. Uh, it's a lumberjack's day is fueled by beer and coffee, better known as Arbuckle, to the rough and tumble crowd. Man, I read that like Sam. I like. I thought you nailed it. Ended. <laughs> I bet you, I bet <laughs> ended you. before the sentence was done. Uh, why not enjoy them as th- at the same time? This stout is infused with lactose and cold brew coffee from local coffee roaster <laughs> Creation Coffee. So 5.6 percent. It's another one of those. 
really loud, uh, loud, light coffee stouts. And I, th- I feel like that's been a trend the last several times we've had a coffee stout on, on the episodes. I think you just created a new term. It's a lout. It's a lout. It's a lout stout. Light stout. Lout, light light stout. stout. Lout. Yeah. One word. Perfect. Well, you should trademark that. How do we, that should how be do we, best how do we of. get that? That yeah. should be on best of. We should really find a way to make that actually happen. Um, watermelon spritz Sam, Sam from New Holland. Somebody else had a verbal gaffe. Like <laughs> he just he just wants somebody else to con- contribute. Just do something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought he said it really well. Um, New Holland Brewing <laughs> Company. Uh, watermelon spritz. Uh, it is what it is exactly what you would think it is. Just a little spritzer. Four point three percent alcohol. Um and Kyle, what did, what did you say that was? I can't read it from here. Uh, for Jezelig time, Jezelig, <laughs> Jezelig. It'd be a it'd be a really. What does that mean? Can somebody look up well, what that means for Jezelig, Jezelig times? Yeah, we got to figure that out. Um, anyways, yeah, <laughs> New Holland Brewing Company in Holland. There's also one in Grand Rapids. Uh, the Knickerbocker. Is that the like guzzling? Is that like a guzzling? Thing? I have no idea what it means. Shout out to guzzling, guzzling. Somebody look times. at. Guzzling beer. I'm really cur- curious what that means, but I mean, it's a spritz, so it's got a lot of fruit flavor. It means Easy. cozy, sociable, and we'll end it there. Cozy and sociable. Mm-hmm. Those are two words I'd use for Sam. <laughs> That time of year again, conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while the top seeds are preparing for what they hope is a long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256 if they win. It's that simple. That's bet $4 on an underdog in select college basketball games, and if they win, you collect $256. The bank is open. Pick one of many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256, and all it takes is a $4 bet. There's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if college basketball isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on golf, hockey, and so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MIBETS when you sign up to turn $4 into $256. If the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset, that's code MIBETS to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, Michigan only, eligibility restrictions apply, seeing DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full terms and conditions. So last week we talked about how the Detroit Lions did not tag um, a couple guys. The big ones were Kenny Galladay and Romeo Aquara. Uh, free agency opens technically tomorrow. They had this like non-tampering period where you can kind of start signing people even though you're not yet. Um, and, and just some things that I think are, are happening with the Lions that are, are, are notable. Um, it really just looks like they're trying to save money the best that they can. They're cutting some of these players. I mean, we talked about Kristen Jones uh, last week, uh, Russell Bodine. I mean, the, the list goes on. The, they also cut Justin Coleman since our last episode, which saved $4.9 million. Desmond Trufant saved six point two. Uh, Jesse James, uh, 2.14. Chase Daniel, another two. Nick Williams, another four. I mean, they're they're really just getting rid of the – I don't want to say dead weight because I don't think that's fair to these guys because a lot of them are still uh, 
good NFL players that that'll probably find new homes and, and be successful. But I mean, they're saving money. They need to get below the cap as well. That's another another key um, before the the new year starts next or tomorrow or Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, because of the golf, because of the golf's uh, contract, you got to make it fit before uh, the season starts. So they, that's really what they were doing. Um, Ryan, I mean, what, the, the, I think the big one for me was, was Justin Coleman. Is there one of the, one of the names on there that stand out to you more than others? I mean, like Nick Williams, I think that's significant because it it shows maybe the difference in philosophy on defense. Okay, and so that's the other consideration here. We have a new coaching staff coming in, so if if they are going to be wanting a four three defense instead of a three four. That's that's a completely different type of defensive lineman that you want. It's it's a one gap defensive lineman versus a two gap, which means a two gap is each one of those guys in a three four is responsible for both sides of their defender. Two gaps, four three defense. You're asking one gap for each one of those guys, so you you go for more of the big play making ability on defense and less of the fill space on okay. defense on the defensive line. So so a guy like Nick Williams doesn't really fit a four three as much. Um, so that's kind of an obvious one. He, is he a good defensive lineman? Yeah, he just doesn't fit, I think, where they're going to end up being or end up going, which okay. is, I think, that 4-3. Something to keep an eye on, though. Yeah. Uh, Justin Coleman, uh, Trufant, like you already said. Christian Jones, again, I think it's more of like the cornerbacks are obviously maybe uh, a little bit older than we, you know, past their prime. Yeah. They're costing us quite a bit of money. It's it's a, a an obvious choice for being cut at that point. It's yeah. You think smart. Justin Coleman was a, a smart cut or true? Yeah, I do. I do because I think both of them because they're not they're not the difference makers. They've proven to not be the difference makers on defense. You can fill them with younger guys that make a whole bunch less money and almost get the same production. They're not dominant players anymore. They're not they're not like difference makers. Do you think Justin Coleman would have worked out in a different system where he was actually used the way he was supposed to be? And and I mean to, well, to injuries. And I'm not saying Patricia was like using him wrong necessarily, which I think. He, a lot of people would say, he you was, could say but that. it was injuries that really forced him to be something that he's not, not what he was signed to be. Is that fair? He's a slot corner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's where I feel like he still would have a lot of value on this team. You got to have one, right? And he was one of the best in the game two years ago when we signed him. Was he just being utilized wrong? I feel like that could be an option. But I, I think it's. I think it's going into the COVID year too. Like last week at this time, we didn't know what the salary cap was going to be. The salary cap is official now. It, yeah, it's, it did go down, like you said. I apologize. It's a, it's a lot less than we thought that. it was going to be. It's what like it's basically like I think it was sixteen to eighteen million less than last <laughs> last year's. year when they expected it to go up another eighteen. I right. think so. It's about thirty-two million. I think is what I heard. That's, less than what people right. were expecting. That's a this year. that's a Kenny that. Galladay contract. Eighteen million, sixteen, eighteen million. That's a Kenny Galladay on franchise tag contract. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that he kept saying it might not go down. It might not go down. Yeah, I tried to convince him. He just, (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's important. So these contracts that were pre-COVID, that maybe they could afford at the time, they were they were testing their defense. Yeah, they just they don't work right now, and that's why you saw a guy like Romeo Acquire. Well, we'll get into it, but that's why that kind of a contract works now, as opposed to these bigger contracts for not really difference makers yeah so a couple guys that that we've seen get deals that i thought were were interesting um that got deals elsewhere were, was jamal agnew he signed for a three-year deal uh for the jacksonville jaguars up to 21 million dollars he could get in that three years money. like like i would have been okay. yeah see ya. we can't afford that <laughs> the jags it, obviously can um who also signed wide receiver marvin jones to a two-year 14 and a half 9.2 fully guaranteed that's a pretty big payday for for him I think. I mean, not a ton of money, but more than we could afford. 
not that he wanted to stay. Anyway. I felt like we all saw that he was leaving anyways. Um, but it kind of feels like people are overpaying for some of these guys that weren't working out. Um, Jags, just, Jags are going to see what they have. I mean, that's where they're at. They had nobody on their cap hit at this point. Yeah. Like they had all rookie contracts pretty much. They, they were the worst team in football by far, I would say. They're going to get a stud quarterback, number one overall, and they're trying to put some pieces around him, even, yeah, even if it's like just easier. for his development. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. Um, and then another one, linebacker Jared Davis, who I would have liked to see kind of stay um, stay put and, and try a different system in Detroit. Again, another one of those guys that I think still could be a good player in the NFL, but wasn't utilized correctly. Completely agree. Um, so he went and got paid $7 million one year. So that's my Show question me. to yeah. you. Yeah, so would you want him back for $7 million? <sighs> No, probably not. I mean, I yeah, because it's a, a a like we need a linebacker like he is. Um but for 7 million it seems like a little pricey. But at the same time, it would have been nice to not let this first round pick walk yeah. already. You know I mean, what I mean? That, so it's like it's a lot of those feelings like I think it's the only reason you would want to keep him because as a Lions fan, you don't want to give up on a first round draft pick. Yeah. And that's what this is, feels like we're doing. Mhm. But he's he's an athletic linebacker that has too many holes in his game, and and I think he'll actually be like the Jets are kind of perfect for him with this fit. Uh, but I still don't think he's one of the he's not going to be a dominant linebacker. He might have a really good season, but he's still not going to be the guy that we want to replace him. Yeah, and and he's going to go to the Jets and be a free agent. Yeah, where he was in Detroit and will always have that first round tag over his head. You know what I mean? Like yep. every Lions fan, like yeah. he could do, he could have a good game. But he'd be like, well, I mean, he's a first round pick. He should be having a good game. It's about time he's having a good yes. game. All uh, of those exactly. things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. even if he was in Detroit for seven million and had a good few games, people would still wouldn't like it. And it, it kind of falls into that Ebron category where, no matter what he did, he wasn't going to live up to that first round tag. Yeah, you know? it ended up yeah. being he could have a good game with Detroit and give up one passing play over the middle or something, mm-hmm. and then all Lions fans would be mad at him for the rest of the game. Yeah. So. Good for him. He he got paid more than I thought he was going to be on the open market. Yeah, I agree. I think the one year deal is eye opening though because it's it's, you know, this is supposed to be his his five year deal. And he's at that point point of his career, but they don't, people don't know if he's he's going to be legit in the NFL or not and still work out. But uh, good for him. A couple of players that were re signed by the Lions: Mike Ford, who uh, was a cornerback; uh, Jalen Reeves, Maven, more of a linebacker, but mostly special teams. Um, but the big one, Romeo Aquara, he signed uh, or re-signed with a three-year deal worth up to $39 million. Thoughts on that one, Ryan? I'm, personally, I love it. I th- he's younger than you think he is. I think mm-hmm. he's, what, is he 26, 26 years old? yeah. He's coming off a double-digit sack season. I think he had 11. And he's exactly the kind of guy that fits either scheme. If they're going 3-4 or 4-3, he can beat people around the edge, and he can bull rush up the middle and cover multiple gaps. So I think he's a I I think he's the perfect player to hold on to from the previous regime that is a locker room guy, a leader within the locker room and then we've all already talked about the Julian Aquara, you know, yeah, yep. brother, you know, they're literally brothers in the NFL on the same team. So that was one of the reasons we almost hoped or expected him to come back to the Lions. Yeah. Um guess, and, and I just kind of predicted this, didn't you? Ryan did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah last week. Yeah, nice. I I think it's just a really good opportunity for him personally to become a leader in the locker room for this to to for the culture of the locker room to kind of revolve around him 
and then whoever else kind of starts to own that on offense. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. And and it you had both ends covered. Now you got Trey Flowers on one end, you have Romeo Quar on the other. It's set. Obviously, when healthy, that that's the big key. Um, but you don't have to worry about that now. You don't have to. You were gonna. You were gonna have to sign somebody. So sign a guy that you trust. Sign a guy you know you like. Sign a guy that you want that wants to be there. That's not just looking for a payday. Was it a hometown discount? It, I would say a little bit. But it's also hard to say what he would have got paid elsewhere because he wasn't elite talent. He's not the. He wasn't the top guy available. So it, it's hard to say. Um, but I like that. I, I like that he's coming back. I think what you're going to start seeing in Detroit right now, we have a few defensive ends that are big, athletic, and long. Not necessarily speed rushers, but they're all really, really good athletes. I think you're going to start seeing these guys jump into the middle, and then start when you know there's they start doing those like crossing patterns around each other. They're going to be athletic enough to beat guards or beat tackles around the outside. So I, I, that's my prediction going into next year. Guys like Flowers, guys like Okwara, they can maybe jump inside and start doing a little bit of the J.J. Watt thing. Nice. No, that, that would be awesome. Uh, a couple more new signings. Uh, we already brought up Tyrell Williams, uh, wide receiver. He got a one-year, three, $3 million deal. Uh, tight end, Joss Hill. Uh he he was from the Saints. He's, I guess he's kind of just that blocking tight end. Everybody says he's uh, Dan Campbell's Dan Campbell. Is what I keep reading and seeing. Who knows anything about this guy? I think he was probably cheap enough. Dan Campbell does. Yeah, that's what he looked at. Right, he was a tight ends coach. So. <laughs> well, I love this guy. <laughs> Not in the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we'll take him. Yeah, it's an upgrade from Jesse James probably. Absolutely, I hate that dude. <laughs> I mean, I use a warrior for that one play in yeah. Pittsburgh where his leg literally. Got crushed in four pieces. Yeah, that was nasty. Yeah, that was really. Besides bad. that, I don't like him. Um. So other than that, I mean, there, there's still a lot of unsigned um, players. Uh, I don't want to go through the whole list. Um. Although Kyle was asking me to earlier. Um. It are, are there any? You so much, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. AP, I think he, he's Sia, right? Like we don't we don't want anything to do with him. I I feel like. Um. But here we are with with Kenny Galladay. From what I'm hearing is they're not getting. He's not getting nearly as much attention as what they originally thought. Um, they were projecting $18, $19 million a year. He's not hearing anything like that. I'm hearing 14 or, or what is that? That's what other teams are saying. Who knows what, what's going on. If you can get him at a discount, let's say like we did with Okwara a little bit, I mean, do we want him back? Like let's say we could get, could get him for $14 million. Is that something that we – Do, do we what, want him? Do we want him back? For, for Goff's – Reasoning? Why wouldn't you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Why not? Well, if you uh, get a guy like him and take care of the draft like you should, you've got some decent weapons around Goff at this point. You 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 have to give Goff some sort of confidence. You can't you yeah. can't just sign a bunch of like you know <laughs> wide receiver twos and yeah. just expect Goff to really shine at all. I I think the longer this plays out, the better it is for the Lions' chances for re-signing. Yeah, him. yeah. I really do because it's going to put him, he's going to feel more and more pressure. So whatever the Lions have in their back pocket that they've hung over his head early on, mm-hmm. that becomes more and more enticing as as time goes by and they could be, do the multi-year thing saying, "Hey, just so you know, like if somebody else isn't really sure about this four-year or you know, maybe they're giving him a, a larger one-year contract, they might throw something else out that's maybe 11 mil a year and maybe four years." Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's what th- that's what people are doing with wide receivers right now. Yeah, I'm also wondering if if there's something to so he's not getting as much attention because let's say he was dogging it last year and he could have played. The the staff cleared him to play and he was like, No, I'm not going to I'm gonna protect protect myself. If that kind of reputation gets out when which will happen when you fire a coach and a GM and mm. all and he blew up the whole coaching staff, guess who knows? 
all of these play, all of these coaches that are all now all around the league saying, no, we don't want this guy. Trust us, we don't want him. You know what I mean? I thought that was a, an interesting point that I heard on, on the radio today. It's like, could the jury be out on, on what I think the Lions fans were questioning last year? Again, just a, just a thought. I'm not saying he was. And, but. He, and he did it over social media, which you know, you know kind of rubs everybody the wrong way. That's true. Yeah. Um, any other names uh, on the list, I think, that, that are worth bringing up to you, Ryan? No, I Other don't, than I really, Don Muleback, I mean, he's got to come Prater. back for another year, right? <laughs> Prater. Uh, no, I really don't even – yeah, Prater might be the, the big name on here that we'll see if he comes back. you got to have a good kicking game. A Sam, lot of these other Sam guys Sam used just, to always say that last year. They don't Good, good kicking game. A lot of the other guys don't <laughs> fit. Like Reggie, class. Reggie class, Ragland, that's what he said, wasn't it? I, Reggie Ragland does not fit the uh, – well, okay, I, I keep assuming, I guess, that we're going to be in a 4-3 defense. Yeah. And we don't know because they've done 3-4 or 4-3. So it depends on, you know, I guess how this ends up going based on the personnel. They're going to – they are going to frame the defense around the personnel they have. So not re-signing a guy like Raglan who fits really well in a 3-4 scheme says a lot to me. I'm kind of expecting a 4-3 at this point. All right. No, it's interesting. Um So there are some available players too. Is, is there anybody like – on? Let's look at the the offensive side of the ball. I don't think we need anything. I don't think we need offensive line necessarily. If we do, we, we could do it in the draft and, and kind of take a flyer on a guy in the second round or something along those lines or our second, third round pick or something. Um, you have some decent names that are available as wide receivers. We need a wide receiver, I feel like. It's got to be one of them. Um, it, do any of them stand out to you? So, I mean, a, a couple names that some of the listeners would, would, would know. Obviously, Kenny Galladay, uh, Will Fuller from Houston. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Richard Higgins from Cleveland, Antonio Brown just won a Super Bowl, T.Y. Hilton. I mean, Sammy Watkins is another one for, for Kansas City. A lot of wide receivers, I look at us, if we're going to sign a wide receiver, it's going to be more tier two, tier three. We don't want to overpay for a guy. We don't want to take the top name on the list, at, <laughs> Kenny Galladay, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, necessarily, and, and overpay. But is there somebody that fills that need that you that you know will work for the Lions? I I kind of wonder what is running through your head because I have one name that's just small value. I wouldn't say large value, but me personally, I like the Richard Higgins. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's he's he's nothing to write home about, honestly. Um, <laughs> but as far as you know that that tier two, tier three type guy. He he fits that mold, and I'm sure you could get him for the right price. What kind of receiver is he? I couldn't even tell like you. Body Honestly. types? Is he? I, I have no idea. Is, it, he, is he tall? I don't know anything about. John Richard. says yes. All right, yeah. so that's the John guy. I don't. I, that's the guy I don't want. No, I'd rather have a guy like Cole Beasley that oh, was completely really? undervalued in the NFL. He was. Gr- a, he was great a Buffalo route last runner. Year. Yeah, he's with the Bills last year and was the dynamic secondary option to uh, uh, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Is yeah. he, a, is he a, a free agent? No, he's not. Oh, that's what I'm just saying. We need <laughs> we need to look for a guy like that, which would be a second okay. or third tier in free agency. Okay, but we need the type of receiver like a Damian Amendola, but just better. I yes. Guess. Yep. I don't want Amendola back. What do you, the, the one that really stands out to me is Sammy Watkins. Uh, yeah. Because like I I know he's he's nowhere near what they expect him to be. What was he picked somewhere in the t- I think he was top ten in, in the draft. I think he was drafted right ahead of uh, Ebron, wasn't he? Something along those lines. They also share the same name, Sam and Sammy. Oh yeah, that's you, why he you likes gotta him. love, gotta love guys like that. Sambo. No, but like the way I look at Sammy Watkins is he he came into the league. <laughs> he likes with, his name <laughs> with the with the body with the reputation to be a number one wide receiver, 
It hasn't worked out for him. Injuries have been an issue, all of that stuff. But he still has that mold to potentially become a number one. A little older, all that stuff. But Kyle? Well, that's why I wonder what you could get him for, too. That's that's the thing. is If he's 10 on the list of top wide receivers uh, that are available, you could get him for, for a probably fair price. Yeah. And take a flyer on him. Maybe he turns into something you can flip at the deadline. Anything like that. Like, I don't know. I, I see that yeah. name and I found it interesting. And in, am I wrong that they played together at in the Rams organization, Watkins and and uh, I am wrong on that. Or they did play together. You're right. Goff and Goff and Watkins played together. Yeah, they did on the Rams. So, 2017. Another another thing that I thought was interesting. That's the one that I would really like to see. Well, there you go. He's a name. I don't want any of the top ten. No, I don't want to pay for a wide receiver. I, I just don't think I don't think Sammy Watkins will cost that much. That's, I mean, if that's I, if where, I'm going to pay if I'm going to pay for a wide receiver, Galladay is the only one on this list that I feel like is worth it at this point. I guess I would see if you can get Sammy Watkins on, let's say, a two-year deal for six to eight million dollars a year. I think it's worth it. What we've been seeing in the NFL draft is value all the way down through the fifth round with wide receivers. You can yeah. find good athletes that know how to run routes. I mean, these guys have been training like for this since you know sixth, sixth grade. They're getting recruited as 8th, ninth graders, as wide receivers. They know how to run routes. They can catch the ball for the most part. They, they're all the same type of you know, body for the most part as well. So th- every single draft these days is so deep. I don't think you need to pay for wide receivers. If you don't get the guy that you want that fits your system exactly how you want it, you can find something like that in the draft. All right. Um, so running back, we have uh, DeAndre Swift. Obviously, our, he's going to be our number one, whether he deserves to be or not. The time will tell. I think he does. Um, but we, I feel like we got to bring in a, a running back somehow. Is that another opportunity to, to get a mid-third, mid fourth-round pick and take a flyer on a guy that, that's really good? That might be a good way to fill it. Um, it's, I think the jury's still out on Carryon Johnson if, if he's going to fit long-term or even for this upcoming year. I'm not sure his contract status uh, off the top of my head. But I feel like there's a... A position for bringing in a free agent running back. I, I put the list on here. Is there any name that stands out to you that that would be available that you can just go throw a little bit of money at and, and pick up? Or is I mean, this another one? I of mean, those? if if you're asking me again personally, no, I'm not going to pay for running back. I'm not going to pay for a wide receiver in free agency. I'm not going to pay for running back. That's not where the Lions need to focus their money. <laughs> they need to focus on their defense, which was historically bad last year. Worst ever in yeah. the franchise, which we're talking about a really bad franchise, yeah. worst ever, <laughs> improve what you can in the linebacker department. Improve your secondary. Improve your your interior defensive line. Uh, and then on the offensive side, work on your offensive line. Protect Jared Goff. Go get some athletes in the draft that are impact players from day one. Uh, linemen are not always impact players day one coming out of a draft. Yep. So focus your efforts on on those positions that will be impact players day one. All right, uh, so you did say def- maybe spend some money on the defense side of the ball. Is there a name on the defensive list that that you think would would fit? Obviously, with with the edge kind of taken care of, um, with Okora and uh, Trey Flowers, you wouldn't want to. Not that we would ever want to spend the money on Jadavian Clowney. Um, I don't think he's good enough for. Him. I don't he's think he's good been, enough e- either. No, he doesn't he's been produce. A bust. But I yeah. look at the secondary. I feel like that's where we could really put some money. Not a lot. Again, I don't want to spend a lot of money. Period. Because we don't really have a lot of money to spend. But like, what name stands out to you there that you think would be worth 
Let's just, I mean, is there a guy in the secondary that's interesting? I mean, would a Richard Sherman be worth bringing in to, to mentor some no, of these young I, guys? I don't think Richard Sherman, but like Desmond King from the Titans, that's a guy that I look at and think that would be an awesome fit in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, he's he's an athletic um, on-ball defender. So it, I, I really want to get the guys who are, are man-to-man type coverage guys. Yeah. And that's kind of the mold that we have. Awarie is a really good man-to-man guy um, for certain pick last year coming out of Okuda. Ohio State. Okuda's also a man-to-man guy. He showed that he was really lacking in the zone coverage department this year. So I, another one of those guys, I'm all for that. Um, I, w- I was really into the safety from the Rams. the Rams, which was Johnson, right? Yeah, he already signed. But he already signed. That was really disappointing. I, I, I So, I mean, if you're going to look at safety help, I think we do need to look. Anthony Harris is the other guy that I'm looking at would be a – Big help for for Detroit. Yeah, because we be have huge. we yeah. have Will ha- Will Harris and um, is that right? Will Harris. Yep, Will Harris. Who's the other? Oh man, <laughs> we should really talk of this stuff. Before yeah, I know because like I rely on you to help me out every time then, I don't know a name. <laughs> yeah. So when you're struggling with a name, good luck. Anyways, they're happening. young. They're they're young still. Are we talking about football? The safety. Tracy Walker. Tracy Walker. Thank you. Football. Was that you that came football. up with that? Or was that you just, it just clicked? Yes. Right, yeah. Tracy. I like our safeties. I like both of those guys a lot. Um. If I think Will Harris is a, a dynamic playmaker who's not an every down guy. Okay. So he, he's a, he's too aggressive to be in a really good safety. We need we need a, a true professional back there to go along with Tracy Walker. All right. Well, let's talk some b ball. You guys ready to talk some basketball? Yeah, sure. Kyle, you <laughs> so excited. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. What I wanted to really do here is, is start with just talking about our our teams, Michigan, Michigan State. Um, their road really to to get to where. Um, they want to be. Uh, they're at, on different sides of the spectrum here. Um, but let's start with, with Michigan here. I, I, I think the the Big Ten tournament was, was a little disappointing. They lost to Ohio State. Ohio State. State. It was by one point. Uh, they were getting beat by quite a bit more, and then it kind of ended. Came back. Yeah, yeah they came, came back, back and, yep. and terrible possession. Um, uh, didn't didn't get the the tie or the or the win um, at the buzzer. But anyways. I think the biggest key to to the Big Ten tournament where we are now um, was losing Isaiah Livers. So it was a stress f- fracture in his leg, right? In his foot. In his foot. Yep. Um, that's in his leg, right? Nope. Nope. Two separate <laughs> parts. There's a joint that yeah. separates those two. It's a stress fracture in his neck. Is that the <laughs> same thing as the leg? Oh, it's all part of <laughs> the body. The legs are far away from the heart. That's not how it works. <laughs> um, but anyways, that is a very very big loss to this team. Um, I, I don't think you can replace a guy like that with, with one player. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. He, he, he seems like the only guy that can, I don't want to say create his own shot because we do have a lot of good players that, that can, but, I mean, he he seemed like the kind of the heart and soul and, and the guy that's like, get on my back when you need someone to say, get on my back. And that's going to be very tough to not have in the tournament. I don't want to bl- say that they're not going to win because of it or get far because of it because I think there's still a path to to the Final Four without them. Um, but that is a very tough tough position to fill here heading in the tournament. Who who kind of fills that that need? Or did he? So yeah. You Sorry, had... quick side note. He's their second leading scorer. Yeah. I mean, how do you replace a guy like that? I mean, it's it's going to be really, really difficult. Yeah, and, and more than that, he's their minutes. heart and soul. He's yeah. the he guy is. that controls yeah. the ball in critical situations, decision maker, shooter, defensive player, down low, outside. I mean, he he can do it all. 
he's very been important. Doing, he's been the most important player on the team for three years. Yeah, and he's been the leader under Juwan Howard. Him and him and his, uh, him and Juwan Howard, uh, they. They, uh, they went him at each him. other early on in the year, and everybody was talking about how, how it wasn't good, um, the way Juwan was talking to him. Or, uh, mm. They were going kind of going back and forth, yelling at each other on the bench. And it's like, well, he does that to his leader. He he will yeah. do that to his leader. Do you see Izzo doing the same thing Izzo to his leaders? Thing. And that's yeah. a good thing to have. Without that leader, soft. Without that leader as the barrier from the it's coach to the discussion. rest of the team, that yeah. is another, another thing that it can is. really be tough yeah. um, to find. I think – Position-wise, it's not really Mike Smith, Smith's job to to step up, but I feel like he's going to be the the guy that carries this team without Isaiah Livers. Is that fair? I, I think it's Shondi Brown also. I, I think Shondi Brown plays a huge role in this. Yep. Uh, but Mike Smith has to be the decision maker. Yeah. He's the, he's the one that's experienced twenty plus per game score uh, in his previous team. Time to step up. It, it really is. Yeah. Step yeah. up, and now you don't have to play second fiddle. You can have the ball in your hands. Every possession, you can be the one dunking it down to to Dickinson. We we know where we're going to get out of Dickinson. He's he's phenomenal, but there's still a difference with the guy that's on the perimeter making decisions, can't shoot the three or dump it down low to get an easy basket. Mike Smith has to be that guy. Decision making, decision. But when it comes down to strictly play, um, Brandon Johns, I, I is the obvious kind of fill-in guy he's not he's not going to be a replacement he's the yeah. fill-in guy right now so shawnee brown he's got to play better shawnee brown and uh brandon johns are the two guys that are talented enough to do this but they do not have the comfort level of an isaiah livers they just do not they don't have and they never and they won't this year in the tournament they will not have the comfort level with the ball in their hands in critical situations livers was the guy who who calmed everybody down. You get, they got the ball in his hand, and everybody felt more comfortable, including the, their own teammates. So that's where Mike Smith has to come in and be that guy for him. But as far as like filling minutes, filling points, uh, playing defense, Brandon Johns and Shawnee Brown are the two main contributors that will need to step up. Step up big time because Brandon Johns had a bad game against OSU. He he played twenty four minutes. He only gathered seven points, eight rebounds, and two assists. Yeah, I mean that, that's, that's. I mean Wagner can play. Needs to play better. Too. He can take over a game. He can, but he also can be invisible for long periods of time. Right, and that's when I think Isaiah Livers really would shine. Was when everybody else is struggling and kind of that gap guy from you know minute eight to minute twelve. You know, each half. It's just. I really think Livers is so undervalued in in college basketball, but I mean, even even later when we were talking about the NBA draft, I think he's going to be a really undervalued asset on on teams because he's always been the one to make Michigan competitive and a good ba- college basketball team for the last 4 years. He's, so he's the main reason. Yeah, so we don't want to throw throw it out right away. I, I still this team has been proven They're that they, they can win. They can win in so many ways. They're I think still that's, a one seed. Yeah, like, and, yeah, and we've talked about that throughout the whole whole year is how many different ways they can do it. So, I'm not going to use this as a as an excuse or or a crutch to say they're not going to make it to the Final Four or no, anything along those I lines. Will. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, we'll I'm going to blame it on Juwan reason. Howard and consider myself a winner on that. Oh, you can't coach in, no, you're in right. tournaments. <laughs> you're right, though. I, it's not an excuse maybe to get to the Final Four. What I feel like the biggest blow to this is, is are they a national title contender now? Are are uh, they yeah. really going to be competitive against Gonzaga? 
I don't know how you do that if you get to the Final Four mm-hmm. and Gonzaga sitting there who, undefeated on the season. I don't know how you do that without your captain. Yeah, or let's say they, they do make it to the finals. They would lose to uh, Illinois or Ohio State or a Baylor. Like, there, there's, a good, there's a lot more teams that you would probably say that they would have a chance of beating that you'd be like, yeah, they, they just don't. They won't have the chance. They won't have the ability to. They won't have the score to. So, so if Michigan makes it to the championship game, would you guys consider that a Cinderella story by any means or no? I wouldn't say Cinderella, but I would say it it solidifies what we think of this team, basically yeah, there you go. of what okay. they what they've they were supposed to do it. Now, I mean, do I expect them to go to the Final Four? No, I don't. Sure. Um, I have them written in a, in the Final Four. I think in the championship game because that's just you got to <laughs> stick to it. But I mean. They don't have an easy path. They do. Yeah, let's, really, let's talk a little bit about that path. Yeah. Um, it, it starts. I mean, obviously, easy. Uh, easy. They'll play Texas Southern or, or Mount St. Mary's. I mean, one sixteen. If they lose that, good. Good night. I mean, I'll, that'll be an embarrassment of, of itself. At Not least to, we'll have a reason. Yeah. Um, but then you got the <laughs> I, right. I mean, uh, yeah, gotta, well, you livers. Got, you got a crutch. Blame it on the livers. Yeah. Um, but then you you got a pretty tough matchup here. I think if LSU can win. Uh, in their their matchup against St. St. Bonaventure, LSU is the type of team that can sneak up and beat a team like Michigan. That's lacking one of their top scores. Is I mean, are you nervous about that matchup? I, at all? I'm not because I think Michigan is so well coached. I, I do too. I think they're just fine through the first two rounds. All right. So then you're getting into let's say a, a Florida State or a Colorado um, in the Sweet 16. I mean, it, I'm not nervous. About the, for me, it's like. If they get through the second round, I I could see them easily getting to the Elite Eight. That's kind of where I'm at. But we're on opposite ends because Florida State is is one of those schools where you you will get perf- like really really good pros coming out that don't put up a lot of numbers in college, but they explode once they get to the NBA. And that's because they are a very very disciplined team. One person's not allowed to take over. They play a very specific brand of basketball. Defense first. Only take a shot if it's if it's there. They they might they might it might be like a fifty six to fifty five game in the end. Okay. So that game scares me more than I, anybody else on this side of the bracket. All right. Um. So I mean, other than that, I mean, once you start getting into the the matchup against Alabama, let's say Gonzaga, Iowa. I mean, that, those are really really tough teams to beat. I if you get to that point. Um. But I mean, what what, what did, do you think the toughest matchup along the way is Florida State? Well. I don't know. I say that, but I mean, Al- Alabama is a really good team. They have two big time pros, studs. like NBA studs. Yeah. yeah, so they're they're extremely talented. UConn's another one. They've got one of the you think one UConn? Of the, yeah, probably top 10, 15 picks in the draft is their their point guard. I think it's um, Book Knight. Boatwright. 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 I think, Boatwright. I think it's Book Knight. I don't know. Book it Knight. Is, it's Boatwright. Boatwright. Boat right. Anyways, I trust John. anyways, he's good. He handles the ball. <laughs> Maybe you should go to YouTube and listen to the names how they're pronounced. Before oh, I do. You get on. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Called me out last week. All right, let's do this. <laughs> if, let's take a break today and we'll we'll listen to it. I promise. All right. Anyways, UConn, another one under the radar. Texas has been a tough team. They just got off uh, winning the Big Twelve tournament, so three seed there. There's some dangerous people in this draft. They're dangerous teams, and we're not even talking about Michigan State, who always has the potential to just, you know, bull rush their way all the way to the Final Four. Yeah, let, let's get into Michigan State and in their road. Um, it, it starts off on it's the last game of Thursday, I believe, the play-in game uh, to become the the official 11 seed. UCLA, 
What do you think about that matchup? I mean, I think it's a perfect draw for Michigan State. I think they are head and shoulders better than UCLA. Um, I think that, I don't know. I, I think it's a perfect perfect matchup, and I think that they should win that game. If not, <laughs> I mean, it's a Jekyll and Hyde team, right? I mean, you can't really guarantee anything, but I mean. This is where Tom Izzo has made his money for years. So he yeah. needs he needs to step up more than anybody. He mm-hmm. needs to be the guy that can either pick the right scabs, as somebody or in my work would say, um, and, and get people to play the way he needs them to play or Pick build their scabs. confidence or build the confidence when they need it. So he, he this is his point to shine because he needs to know the personalities in the room and instead of trying to teach them or change how they're doing, he needs to get the most out of them right now. Yeah. So that's the difference in coaching right now, and, and Izzo's always had an ability to do that. I hope he does because if he does – We've said it all year. This team does have the talent, yep, collective talent, really to be a number one overall seed. So then here they are. Let's say, but sorry, go. Yeah, if go. you if you pull the the east side of this bracket here, the lower portion of it's the harder one. Mm-hmm. So you talk about Michigan having a rough road, and I, oh, Michigan State is way harder. Such road. a hard so, road. Yeah. yeah so yeah. let's start. At, uh, go to the next game. Let's say they beat UCLA. Why why is BYU so tough? Like I I don't know much about them, but they don't, don't seem like a, a team I'm, that. I'm more looking at getting right into Texas and then Alabama. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, BYU is another one of those schools that's really well coached. You yeah. have to beat them. They're not going to beat themselves. No, they won't. So that's their challenge Discipline. if they get past UCLA. And again, they've they've got one extra game on the schedule, so they're gonna have to they're gonna have one extra game than everybody else to try to get to this Final Four. Yeah. It's just hard to do. And that's tough, especially a team that's so night and day. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> you have one more game the that you fewer have games, to. The, better. the good team but, yeah, has to show that's up. True. I think I think out of 11 seed and it, everybody's afraid of them like you know like you you can look at their their road and they're like yeah i mean <laughs> tough when you're when when it's on paper but then they look at the name it, like let's say BYU they're like we got to play MSU for as our a, second game exactly as like, a, are you, as a favorite play, we have to play, yeah <laughs> i bet you i wouldn't be surprised if if MSU is a, a favorite going into that's that true. game, if they do, Good like odds, depending yeah. on what happens against UCLA, but like, yeah, that's the kind of thing that that can easily happen. Right, man to man, athlete to athlete, nobody wants to go up against Michigan State. Aaron Henry is a is a probably the best defensive player in college uh, college basketball. I mean, mm-hmm. I, sure. I think he's really he could win defensive player of the he year. Could. Yeah. If the team was better, I think he would have because he's been on that top level. If this would have been a normal. MSU basketball team, he, yeah. he would win it. Yeah, I yeah. don't mean normal, but I mean up to their normal level. Yeah, if they were a top three seed or something in yeah. the tournament, yep. I think Aaron Henry would could would really win, win defensive, player. defensive yeah. player of the year. All right, so then you got uh, Texas, probably who's who's the three seed after BYU. They're good, man. They're very good. Alabama, won the, won the Big Twelve. Who's a good Alabama two seed? Won the SEC. It, it's going to take if you don't get Alabama, you get UConn or Maryland. So yeah. I through some. It's going to take. But, so it's it's going like, to take exactly. one of the best coaching jobs of, of his career to to get on a to little get bit of anywhere. a run. UConn, but, you're talking yeah. about book night, right? But he yeah. has. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ships he, right again. Or sorry, wait. <laughs> MSU has the talent. It all depends on if he's found a way to coach the, this talent. And coach them the way that you know Michigan State's accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Um, do we expect it? No. Would we be surprised? No. That's the way yeah, I look at true. it. Like true. <laughs> anything can happen with a Tom Izzo team, and and I, that's the way I look at it. But I mean, how yeah. awesome would it be if we can get a Michigan Michigan State matchup, the rubber match? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, man. It just seems to happen. When it when it can doesn't it like when they're in that bracket in the so same true. side, yeah, side yeah. they yeah. always do that. Have they ever done it or no? Have they ever played each other in the tournament? 
I'd be curious if yeah, that, I thought it was like yeah, two years a couple ago. years ago. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, State one. State one. Or did Michigan win? No, I, I don't know if I believe We're that. We're Susquehanna. Do I don't know. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm I'm excited to, to watch some of these. Doesn't matter. I think you guys are wrong. That's all I'm saying. Do you, John? Do you have any insight on that? Correction. Ryan Boatwright won a national championship with UConn in 2013-14. So Ryan, you were right. It is Boak Knight that plays for Whoa. The, the UConn Huskies now. There's Don't two UConn doubt me. Boak Boak Knight Gosh, and Boatwright. You. Two two <laughs> UConn Husky players. All I don't right. I don't think Michigan gets past number 5 Colorado. Oh, really? Colorado. I know nothing about Colorado. They got they got <laughs> some they got they got some big lose first round, I think. Big boys. Oh no, I haven't do they? Okay. Big boys that'll probably eat up Hunter Dickinson's fouls and I mean Austin Davis isn't gonna compete with them, sorry. Interesting. Okay. Um let's get into the bracket as a whole. Um obviously nobody you, Nobody wants to go through each one of our picks or anything like that. Nobody cares enough uh, about that. <laughs> one at a time. Got it. Right. But, Let's do it. Um, what I wanted to do is kind of like talk about some sleepers, uh, maybe the, the top seeds that might that you would say is on upset alert. We'll also put in our final four and, and say who, who's going to be our, our champion in our personal brackets. Um, I'll, I'm going to start with, with a couple sleepers here. Uh, it starts out with MSU. Um, they're, they're an 11 seed. If they get in, I think look out East because – you have talent, you have a great coach, and you have some angry players on that state team, I feel like. And and that's a recipe for disaster. If you can get that team rolling, they can beat anybody. I, and they were number two at one point for a reason, and nobody wants to play a team like that. So I'll start there. Um, another one that I thought was uh, someone to keep an eye on was San Diego State, who who if you jump over to the – I think it's to the south. Midwest. South, Midwest? Yep. Sorry. Um. Yeah. I mean, what are they? A f- six seed. So it's not yep. like that much of a sleeper. But you look at their road. Um. If they can beat Syracuse, West Virginia, and Houston, that they could be in the Elite Eight pretty quickly. Um. I'm not saying they will. Just another one of those that teams that somehow find a way in the tournament to kind of play above and beyond. So, um. Did anybody else have any sleepers that that were interesting to you guys to to keep an eye on? John, feel free to jump on if you had any. What constitutes a sleeper? I, I guess I look at it as a four four seed or or lower, honestly. Four seed or lower, Baylor. Watch well, no, out for sorry, Baylor. Sorry, no, like higher. Sorry. Oh, gotcha. Okay. The other direction. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, actually, my brain froze for a second when you said that. I'm like, wait, those, how would the wait? I mean, you can go either. You can go either way. That's why it's it's perfect. You got to jump on it. I honestly think Maryland's intriguing for whatever reason. The, yeah, so the, they're the way, they're a ten seed, right? Yeah. So. The the way they've played Michigan, the way they've played Michigan State, I mean, they've had a, a very up-and-down year. They're 16-13, and 13, I get it. They're a number 10 seed. But the, they're, they're just so chippy. They, the the way they play is really hard-nosed, and I I just think they're just for no other reason than just a gut feeling. I, I think the Big Ten in general is a really good, solid too. pick at this yeah. point. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the Big Ten. I'm going to go Rutgers. I mean, yeah. I, so they're a ten ten seed on yeah, the other side, right? Yeah, I think we're kind of picking on that Houston side of the two seed there. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That might be that might be unfounded. Like uh, Houston might be good. I I don't know. It's we hard don't to see say. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yep. only have three losses on the year, so it, it is intriguing. Um, but I I do think like the two through six, like two, three, 
seven six area in that in that side of the bracket yeah just looks and feels weak to me yep i and agree I think if you can get past the early get that early upset you have a decent path all the way to maybe like the elite eight yeah i, I think, think the midwest so, bracket's the weakest bracket yeah oh for sure it, yeah yeah i and I, i'm i was thinking the same thing what i was gonna say is i think you could see a nice run from a Big Ten team that isn't a number one seed. Yeah, no, I agree completely. I think so, because it was so strong this year. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of agree with Micah with the Maryland one, that they the way that they play is the one that could sneak up on you, but then you see that Alabama matchup, and I feel like they that is a match that's matchup a hell for for, uh, for, for Maryland. Yeah. Um, so that's why I wouldn't put them, but at the same time, it's like the way that they've played, the way that they've shown time and time again, I get why they would be a good sleeper pick. I really yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go with uh, Texas Tech. They're a sixth seed, right? Yeah, yep. So they, that's in the south. Well coached. Yeah. Yeah, and you also have a former high school legend type of guy, Mac McClung. He has come into his own this year. I, I don't exactly know what his stats are. I actually just found it. He's he's 15.7 points a game right now, and he's turned into their go-to athlete. He's, he's a small dude. He's their point guard. Okay. But he's a, he's a scorer. That, then, that's just what he does. So Texas Tech is the team that that beat both Michigan and Michigan State two years ago. When when Michigan, both both teams were, they were so they were in the same bracket. That's when the, when you guys thought that they would play each other, but they didn't. Oh, maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, Texas Tech they beat both of them at, right after Michigan State beat Duke, and that was a big. And they did it defensively. And yeah. Well coached, like Kyle said. I feel like that's a really good one. That you know, if if I don't know the, like the roster compared to what it was then, but I mean, it seems like. If you can coach, you can coach, and they're they're going to find a way to to yeah to do. make it tough on really yeah. good teams. The other two that I'm going to bring up again, it's in the Midwest. I'm picking on that uh, Oklahoma State and Tennessee. I think the winner of that matchup, which is actually a four five, Oklahoma State being the four, Tennessee the five. Oklahoma State is a bunch of really really good athletes, and they have Cade Cunningham, which is going to be the number one overall pick next okay. year in the NBA draft. He is he's a stud. I mean, he's an amazing shooter. We've talked about him already on the podcast. He is also coming into his own. He's coming off of like 30-point games uh, in the Big 12 tournament. They almost uh, beat Alabama. Not Alabama. Who did they almost beat? It was Alabama. In uh-huh. the in this tournament, right? Like in the conference tournament. In the conference tournament? Yeah. Or no. No, because nope. that's SEC Big 12. Anyways, they, they lost in the championship to Texas. That's who it is. Okay. So they just lost in the championship. Championship but game against beat, Texas. They beat a really good team before that, didn't they? Uh, it doesn't matter, but yeah, I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. They went on a really good run. They are they're feeling it right now, and yeah. Cade Cunningham is feeling it. So he could get on a tear. This team could get on a tear if the winner between Tennessee, because they have two pros coming to uh, guard scores. The winner of that game, Tennessee Oklahoma State, I think has a really good chance of getting past Illinois. Really getting past the the two seed in this bracket and getting to the final. Re- four. Really, the tough one in that is is each other, Oklahoma State, Tennessee. I mean, Illinois, and then is, good Illinois too. is really good as well. Illinois is really good out of their minds. But they are, they're also the t- kind of team that can just forget how to play basketball. Lay an egg. I do that a lot. I'd, I'd be really good on that team. I forget yeah. how to play. <laughs> Sometimes I can hit it, and then other times I'm like air ball, air ball, air ball <laughs> over the neighbor's fence. Too. Or I'm like <laughs> brick. <laughs> just yeah. just catching backboard. Oklahoma like, State beat Baylor. Baylor, that was the team that. Yeah. They did, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, watch out for them. John, do you have any sleepers that you that you thought were interesting here? I'm a big 5-12 seed matchup yeah. <laughs> guy. It's got to fail eventually. University of California, Santa Barbara is going to beat Creighton round one. 
I have that as well. Are yeah. they going to go on a little bit of a run then? They're going to give Gonzaga their run in really? the Sweet 16. I'm not saying they're going to beat them, but that's going to be an interesting matchup. A bunch of athletes for uh, Santa Barbara. Small known fact, they've won one game in the entire school's history in March Madness. Who? Uh, UC, UC Santa, Santa Barbara. Barbara. So they're playing for their second ever win. Wow. <laughs> that'd be that'd be interesting. Some, some weight yeah. on the shoulders. And <laughs> another school that kind of caught me off guard, I didn't know this until now, Colgate enters the tournament playing 15 games. Wow. 14 and 1. That's interesting. And they're a 14 seed. I don't know. Something about that. Maybe, I don't know. Arkansas is good, though. I remember the first time I heard of Colgate. I was at uh, Van Andel Arena for, uh, I think it was like a college regional or college hockey regional championship or something like that. And I'm like, who the heck is Colgate? Like, what is that <laughs> even a school name? I brush that my teeth with That makes guys. no sense. It makes no sense at all. Um, no, but I, I agree with uh, the UC Santa Barbara. I, I actually have them losing the second round, but uh, that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, anybody on the upset alert? So for me, I, I look at an upset alert. Let's say a top three seed that that you could see losing, not necessarily first round, but a way earlier than than they uh, originally are supposed to. Um, and for me, like like Micah said, it, it's Maryland over over Alabama. I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I don't, and I already said that the matchup isn't isn't that great. But at the same time. The way Maryland has has proven to play against really good uh, basketball teams, it, it wouldn't be surprising to me if they get, get a little bit of a run here and put Alabama on upside alert. We've seen really good teams lose in the first round in our lifetime, a lot of them. It can happen. I, honestly, I don't like Purdue. I don't. You don't like Purdue? No. I, so I, know, a, I know they're a number four. A four seed? You know, give me a little grace. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll give you know. grace on that. We don't have any written rules or anything. So... I, I, I could see that. I yeah, think their 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 play has been going downhill the latter half of the season. They're playing really pretty poor ball, and they, I mean, I don't I don't see why North Texas couldn't upset them. That'd be a that'd be a big honestly. Pick. Yeah, I mean, and then probably see Villanova, and I think Villanova would probably take care of business. I mean, it, the the seed number I don't care about. I just think Villanova is that much better of a team, but. Yeah, I'm going to go with North Texas over Purdue. I, th- I think Kansas, three-seed Kansas against a, a USC. USC has some top-level pros. You're going to see a top-five pick in the NBA draft coming out of USC. He's a big guy, seven-footer, guard-like skills. Um, but that team is really good. They're very, very talented. They underachieved this year. So those are always the type of teams that are scary, that are that are not good matchups on paper. Those are the games that I, I always look for in these, you know, tournament situations because anything can happen. It's one game. Yeah. Somebody gets hot. Uh, one guy dominates on the defensive end because one he's hyped matchup up. matchup could really hurt you. Exactly. Take advantage of the other team's weak point, and, and yeah. they have a great game. Yeah. Kyle, John, do you guys have any uh, upset alert? Um, I do have the uh, – I was just looking at one. Sorry, I was filling out the rest of it. Are you, are you going to say Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they did lose Isaiah Livers, yeah. right? I mean, are we going to really just get away from that I mean, one? Do we not think that they're good? Um, I have Oklahoma State in the Final Four. Interesting. So I have them beating I a do lot too. of people. Yeah. John, anybody? Uh, I was I was with Ryan on on Kansas losing. Oops, sorry, I think West Virginia. Don't they? They had some some COVID issues too. So I feel like that might scare some of their star players that have draft potential to wanting to even play in the tournament. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um, but if I was gonna say that all players are gonna play a hundred percent, 
and uh, a top three seed is going to get beat by round two. I'm thinking uh, Texas in the East okay. bracket. I think they could lose to Michigan State early. Yeah, or BYU. Yeah, or BYU. Yeah, I don't good. know anything about Abilene Christian, <laughs> but, man, if it's good as that cooking is down south, they might lose to them too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick, let's, let's, uh, I, I'm going to give my final four if you guys have – have yours, but I, I went I went Homer with the Big Ten here. I went Iowa, Michigan, Ohio State, and Illinois in the Ooh. final four. <laughs> no way. Well, how Dang. awesome would that be? Jay Billis would love you because <laughs> he's so high in the Big Ten right now. Is he? <laughs> I didn't so is Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me, yeah. Me too, Sammy. Sammy Watkins over here. Sambo. Uh, <laughs> I mean, w- w- Ryan, what's your final four look like? Yeah, I've got Gonzaga, Michigan, Ohio State, and Oklahoma State. Okay. Oklahoma State beating Rutgers. So I'm I'm high in the Big Ten as well. All right. Uh, Cal. Uh, Gonzaga, U of M, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma State. All right. Uh, Micah. I'm going to go Gonzaga, Alabama, Illinois, and Baylor. John, you got your final four figured out? Or let me give you a minute. Hold on. He wants him- a minute. Give him thirty nine minutes to for, fill out his bracket. For, for it takes my, so long. For my champion, <laughs> for my champion, my championship matchup, I got Illinois beating Michigan. That's what I. That's what I think is going to happen in the in the national championship. But John, you ready? Final four. And and your champion. Ooh. All right, I'm going to say Iowa. Okay. I'm picking Colorado purely because <laughs> purely because of uh, nice mountains. Yeah. Beautiful place. Yeah, beautiful. Are they the Buffaloes? Um, yeah. Baylor, and I guess Illinois, they're hot. Um, I'd have to pick Baylor beating Iowa National Championship. All right. Mike, did you, you didn't give yours yet? Your final four? Championship game? Yeah, I did final four. Oh, did it? Yep. Yeah. So we're in the championship game. Yep. There you go. Kyle, yeah. I want to know your champion. Uh, Gonzaga. Over. Oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't get that far. <laughs> Probably Oklahoma State. <laughs> right, Ryan? I have Gonzaga over Ohio State. <laughs> the whole thing is filled out. I just didn't fill out those two <laughs> spots. I don't know why. <laughs> not important. Just to Apparently be a rebel. Not, right? Just to be a rebel. Um, my God, champion. Gonzaga over Illinois. It'll be interesting. It it'll, be, it'll be it'll uh, be interesting one. I would love to see this Oklahoma State Illinois matchup. I would really like to see that because Oklahoma State has really good athletes, and that's what Illinois has for them too. So it would be a battle of the athletes with one of the with, with the number one overall pick. It would be a fun game to watch. Yeah, no, yeah. that'll be that'll be fun. So National Backyard Day is when on March nineteenth. So a little bit about this National Backyard Day. It is where we. Where oh jeez Ryan you want to read that for me? <laughs> uh, read what? Tell everybody where would, yeah. where would we be without our backyards? Backyards dash whether right behind dash. your home or a neighborhood park dash are a fun or a place for fun happiness and freedom. On March 19 we celebrate National Backyard Day and all the creative ways we embrace and enjoy our backyards. Uh, are, are, you've got you've got like a. Zyrtec. You want me to say something about Zyrtec? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They Are they a paid they, they sponsor? All right. So National Backyard Day history. Zyrtec has always believed in the power of the backyard, whether right behind your home or a neighborhood park. And in 2020, backyards truly became a place of safety and happiness. On the anniversary of backyards becoming the green space to escape 
2, Zyrtec officially designated March 19, 2021 as the first ever National Backyard Day. The Registrar of National Day Calendar proclaimed the first National Backyard Day to be observed on March 19th and every year thereafter. Right? I mean, I, I feel like in, in being, what are we, four days ahead, we're probably the very first podcast. We're probably the first people ever to bring this thing up. Yeah, nobody's ever Honestly, thought of this except for, the, so except this for Zyrtec. Exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's the... <laughs> Zertek, give us. <laughs> we can name it. Two, we can say it two sponsor. more times without without us getting paid. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> two more and they have to pay. Us. I feel like for me, I mean, I love my backyard. You got a nice backyard. It, it's nice. The yard's in decent shape. Um, but I mean, I, we yard got the is in his, fantastic his grass shape. is in old man great shape. <laughs> yes, yeah. We got the the pool. We got the deck, which old is all shape. like exactly what I, what I wanted for for swing our, set. Like that's my space. Old man shape is good shape when it comes yeah, to backyards. Sure. Oh yeah, it's, like it, old man grass. Like yeah. position perfect. Yeah. It's, it's really like old nice. man strength. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is like right up <laughs> our alley. I feel like as as middle aged. Dads, right? Yeah. Like this is this is especially in spring, where like we're yeah. coming out of the worst time of year, yeah. which is it's starting winter. to get itchy, right? Yeah, it's like, itchy for spring. Yeah, it's fifty degrees. And if out. your eyes are itchy, take Zyrtec, right? Right, yeah. right. Now they there have to pay us. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, let's reach out and see what we can do. <laughs> right. yeah, we I'd love re- to work with Zyrtec. <laughs> we really should. Maybe free samples or something. <laughs> Money, just cash Money. Be fine. Oh wait, <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's how it usually works. But anyways, um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do our, our draft. We're going to build a backyard, basically. And we know we know how we do the drafts, right? Right? I don't think I've been more excited for a draft. This is going to be really fun. It's going to be a good one. So, Kyle, you can hit the, the draft music. Hit the music. And you know where the chimer is, too, right? Yeah, he does. So that's all we need. That's all we need. All we need is a pen and a paper. Do we know and the an order? order? We sure do. Micah's got the order. We know the order. First up, Kyle. Yes. Second, Ryan. Huge. Third, Sam. Table A dominant. And I'm bringing up the <laughs> rear. All right. Not surprising. So basically, there, there are no rules to this. I, no rules? <laughs> because I want my backyard to be Yellowstone National Park. Okay, no, you can't Is that allowed? Do that. No. You said no rules. You specifically told me no rules. You could literally do that if you just moved to Montana. Like, not <laughs> many true. people live That's there. That's true. So it has to be like a tangible let's item. Just, let's just say it's in your your yard. You're, build, you're building your backyard where you're living now. Okay. I think that's the way we should do this, right? So, so like a disc golf course. Yeah. You already have that. I used to. Yeah. My parents did. All right. But anyways. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll discuss if it's fair or unfair, all right, all right. right? Sounds good. We'll have votes. All we'll right. We'll vote it Kyle's out. Kyle's on the clock. Okay. My pick is in. I already know. Do you want me to hit the NFL <laughs> chime? Yeah, that one. Bestquality.mp3. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. It's skipping. I want a pool. Pool. Oh, jeez. Pool's what number one. obvious number one overall It pick. is, right? It it's, is. Right. It it's really, chalk, but I was, it's like it, it, yeah. I was gonna say in ground pool with a diving board. Oh. It's taken now. Say. Pool's taken, so you can't. You can still have your diving board if you're interested, but. <laughs> but you're gonna land in the <laughs> you're dirt. You're gonna land in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> sand. Give me sand. All right, Ryan. If right. we're building it in our backyard, you don't even need one. Just hop in his. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. Mine, you know. <laughs> we're not like, he can so, hop your fence. So I can't have a pool now. Correct. Even right. though I do. So. I get your pool now. You I'm taking it home with me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, you're on the clock. All right. 
Man, so this is this is pretty interesting because that could go something like a deck. Yep. And does that mean nobody else has a deck? Which means you have a pool without a deck? Well, no, you can have a deck without a pool. Yeah, I know. But can you have a pool without a deck then? You can't have a pool. Oh, yeah, I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I, I guess mean, you can if, if it's, if it's in, in ground. In ground, yeah. yeah. Right. Which is what you've got. So I'm just going to say cement so he can't have that. Pick is in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll build it from steel. <laughs> I'm just going to sabotage him <laughs> for taking pool. It's going to be like trees. <laughs> air. I'll take air, please. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck living. Like water. Dying. Water. You're not breathing. You have yeah. a pool, but it's empty. <laughs> All right. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take hydrogen. <laughs> pick is in. I'm going with a deck. A deck. Is that a good pick or no? I think that's a good yeah, pick. It's a good pick. pick. All right. Yep. Deck with pergola. Uh, don't, you, can't, you can't do that. <laughs> All right. All right. My pick's in. Outdoor kitchen. Ooh, those are nice. That was my other... That was my other... What does the outdoor kitchen include? Pots and pan... Oh, no. You don't get to monopolize the entire entire kitchen. I got to, like, separate it here. All right, so it's a grill, obviously. It's part of it. I, th- sure. I thought that was separate because so I was between be a grill and a deck, but outdoor kitchen sounds pretty good. I think that was a good way to just take a lot for one pick. I mean, dude, Kyle's got to take water now technically, right? <laughs> I got that all thought out already. <laughs> I mean, I think outdoor <laughs> kitchen should work. But, like, if you, you can take a rain grill water. if you want I, or I'm a, a st- smoker. Rain but, like, outdoor I'm kitchen. I'm a step ahead of him. Just wait. <laughs> all right. You can have outdoor kitchen. All right, yeah, outdoor you'll kitchen. just take it. Good pick. Thanks, man. I'm regretting my pick. Mike is on the clock. Back-to-back picks. Oh, that's right. Snake draft. Snake draft. Pick is in. I'm excited about this one. Kudos to uh, Sam's wife for giving me this idea. Lazy River. Ooh. And if you don't think it's in someone's backyard, she's been looking up trips and stops. Dude, it is. There is a wild place that she found, and they have a lazy river. As in their the Germans backyard. would say, Unreal. not so bad. <laughs> so. That's a good pick, especially not being able to get a pool. Like, that's amazing. Pick. Yeah, that's a great call. Yeah, get a river. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Now I'm mad. Dang, every time we go. Go ahead, go ahead, Sam. No, I'm not on the clock. Mike is. Oh, that's right. Back to right. back picks. Double in. I'm going with smoker. Yeah. Ooh, very nice. Very specifically different than a grill. Yes. Yeah. Pellet or electric? Ooh. Or real wood? Is that a question? You got to uh, get the combo. Yeah, it's it's both. <laughs> pellet? I would go Traeger. Well, Traeger combo, dude. Oh, uh, they do it. I thought those well, were just pellets. T- technically, the one I got is a pellet electric. I mean, it's it's got an auger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Technically. Electric driven, but it burns pellets. Right. All right. Delicious. I guess I didn't Delicious. really think this far. I'm excited smoking meat season. <laughs> You're up, Sam. <laughs> All right. My pick is in. Oh, boy. This is going to be a good one. Where the oceans meet. Yeah. I'm going to go with. I'll take grass. Outdoor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I'm going to go with a. Oxygen. Outdoor <laughs> living room. Okay. That's ah, good. That's really nice. Are you just building a house outside <laughs> your house? 
<laughs> he wants a no, house yeah, outside. I will have another house next to my house, please. Next <laughs> big outdoor bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took it right out of my mouth. His last pick is going to be a hammock. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. After I spend all this money, that's where I'm going to be living, actually. All right, I'm up. Is that legal? So it's basically like oh, yeah. a, a couch and TV is, sure. is what comes with that. Yeah, yeah. sure. That what works. Would the, would the outhouse turn to an in-house since it's <laughs> outside? Ooh, that's true. Exactly. Does it go Ooh. back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, my pick is in. I think I know what it's going to be. What am I saying? You really do? I'm going to go with lake. That a lake is in my backyard. I live on a lake. You guys. That's how I was beating him with the water with thing. With a deck. That was mine. That was well done. A deck uh. and a lake. Is it a deck or a dock? Well, no, I, my first pick was a deck, and now I've got a lake. <laughs> you and put a deck on a lake, it's a dock. Next pick it's, will be a dock. It's, <laughs> it's already both. In a boat. It's, al- <laughs> it's both. Ooh. i got a lot, a lot of options from here <laughs> Take on. Take the boat from them yeah. <laughs> for your pool. I better pull boat. I got <laughs> <laughs> Say boat engine. You have a <laughs> rowboat. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> Good luck. Give that man some paddles. Oh. All right, Kyle, you're on the clock. Uh, Swimming. Can, wait, can I say helipad? In a, heli- a helicopter? Can <laughs> oh I say helicopter? <laughs> yeah, I guess you can. Could, yeah. If your last name was DeVos. Okay, my pick is in. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I want a river. Not so Not, not a lazy, a lazy river, river. A fast River. Oh, just so, that doesn't have to be fast, just like a normal, just like. an actual river. <laughs> yeah. So we have yeah. all outdoor stuff, and Sam has an indoor stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we plan on enjoying nature. He just wants to mimic indoors. <laughs> I want to remove the walls. <laughs> you could you could make his wildest dreams come true with a sledgehammer. Yeah. That's all you need. Because <laughs> this next pick is going to be like. A, covering gonna make, right. He's going to be like gonna outdoor be like, laundry room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's going to be like fireplace or something like that. <laughs> that is honestly where he's going. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so you took a river. River, a just a legit river. river. Yeah. All right. You're still on the clock. Awesome. Okay. Um, all right, my pick is in. <laughs> I'm going to go boat. You dog. Just to I you start the music. You had to. I was trying. so boring for a second. A boat for your river. Yeah. A it's river. a big river. A river? Ooh, I want a riverboat. I changed. Pick his in and then whoa, out. Whoa. Then whoa. In. He just lost the over. Wow. Because oh, they won. Empty freaking netter. <laughs> because the over-under was 5.5. Wings just extended their lead and Sam blew up. How much did he just lose? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not getting a lazy Jeez. river, that's for sure. Expired. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh. that bet expired. Doggone it. That sucks. My the empty net. So does that mean like a pontoon boat is still available? <laughs> Technically, it would be. Yeah. Ryan's on the clock. Or you could say yacht, <laughs> like a yacht. huge boat. <laughs> a yacht. You know what a yacht is? I think it's technically anything that's like what thirty-eight feet and larger. It's I really no not as idea. big as you think it is. That's true. That's, it is something like that. I think. Yeah. You're right. Uh, my pick is in. I don't know what my pick is yet. It's either between. A pontoon boat or just like a fire pit. But like an elaborate fire pit? Uh, all of the different types of fire pits yeah. so nobody else can enjoy a fire pit. Yeah. I'm going to go with fire. 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 Yeah. Uh, See, now how I am do I going to cook on my grill you without can't. fire? You can't. <laughs> you can't. I took it. Infrared. Does that work? <laughs> that yeah. Would, yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. It sucks. Fire pit. <laughs> there you go. Did you literally just put fire down? 
Yeah, fire. Yeah, just fire. Fire. Yeah, I just want fire. You can take the pit part. <laughs> I just want a pit. <laughs> it just has logs in it. <laughs> I fell. No, because that, that can't pit. go in a house. Just fire pit. You know, I want a gas fire pit place next to a because re- I can always build fire like you guys can't tell me what to do so I want one of those like <laughs> gas ones that have the the stones you yeah, know yeah, like yeah those are yeah. cool one of those yeah you want to have multiple kinds yes you could be Andy Dwyer and just take a pet <laughs> I just started watching that all right my he pick is in that. again yeah how did he not hear that <laughs> can I get a hot tub Oh shoot! It was the one thing of water Ooh. he had left. That, that was it. Yep. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's, and it's hey, still it's an at least it usually sits outside. And I <laughs> can, it does. Well, I was gonna call it a bathtub, but um, <laughs> uh, no. But like it's, so then I can utilize the space even in the winter time. That's true. I have a hot tub. That is true. That's why I didn't think of it. Although it's very miserable. Allegedly, getting out of a hot tub. Yeah. When you, you're uh, supposed to put pants on and a towel around. But. Why? Just run in the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mikey, you're on the clock. Not when you live back on to a back river. Picks. <laughs> That's a good point. Who <laughs> that went in? That was a shot from their own goal line. Who so, did that to me? Who so, who did that to me? He sounded very Canadian there. And a shot went in from their own goal line. Who eh? scored that? Who scored that? Veronica, get it? Pick yeah. us in. Give me Tiki Bar. Tiki bar, that's a that's a good one. Well stocked, right? I was gonna say outdoor bar, yeah. but outdoor's been used too much. Sure, sure we go sure. With tiki bar. Tiki bar, you know, n- a nice looking bar. Outside. Great looking tiki yes. bar. Got a couple of buddies who built a tiki bar, did a fantastic job, but I don't. I'm just not a well handy done. guy. Yeah, I don't know how to build. Made something. out of stone and whatnot. What was your all second, kinds of material. What was your second pick, Micah? It was a smoker. 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 Not bad. All right, Micah, you you're on the clock still. Yep. Oh, shoot, we're going again. Ooh. One more pick. I'm really excited uh, for mine. For your last one? Yeah. I love it. Okay. Pick us in. Give me a she shed. A she shed? She shed. Mm. You don't want to go you don't want to go full barn? Nobody burned down your she shed, Cheryl. <laughs> she no, shed. It's Cheryl. like a man no, barn, no. right? Nobody Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shed? Nobody burned your <laughs> I mean, he, he shed. He shed might be better. That was a great ad. He shed. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Okay, he shed. There you go. Yeah. I like it. All right. So I got two here in my head. One of them was gonna be podcast studio, but right. No. <laughs> Ryan, I'll take that for <laughs> me. <laughs> sure. No, but I mean, if you right. want to lose, yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> my pick is in. Oh, I almost hit the wrong one. The Meyer automatic door. So when you walk up, <laughs> it opens. This is powerful. So then, like, when you're carrying all the food in from the grill, that yeah. you take and the prep, kids, the kids, um, shoop, you're not shoop, getting like shoop, grease shoop. on the door handles. The door just opens for you, and then it closes for you. Dude, you, you do not want the maintenance with that. You know what's great? Jenison just got rid of those. I'm sure you can go pick one up. At Meyer, they got rid of them. Yeah, we're getting a new Meyer. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Go Pick grab one up. for your outdoor living room. <laughs> I think it would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be so cool to have. Yeah. To swing from his kitchen to his outdoor living room. Give me French doors, man. I'd rather have French doors. 
Maybe it's a That's French door. That's an automatic opener. French door. Oh, that uh, it does right, open yeah. that way. It's going on me. Yeah. All right. Oh, it was just an automatic door. It doesn't have to be the Meyer one. It can I'm be like down a Meyer one. automatic door. All right, just my, automatic door. My pick is in. He did say like Meyer. I did say like Meyer. I'm gonna go with a pontoon boat to go on my lake. There you go. It's uh, the right thing miss. to do. Can't miss. Love it. Cow. Pressure's okay. on. Now, Micah's pick was a he shed. Right? <laughs> it was. Heck yeah. Okay. My pick is in. I want an enormous barn with full court basketball. Oh, that'd be Like cool. sport court. Or like not even just basketball. Like you can play whatever you want in there. And baseball. And all the sports. Trav's, and football. Trav's yeah. brother-in-law did that mm. in his barn. Really? Yeah. I'm just thinking because we do have a lot of cold here in Michigan, too. You know? It's a good, so it'd be good in the good, winter. That's a good pick. Be good in the winter still, right? Yeah. That, no, that, that's a really good pick. I can't believe that didn't get picked earlier. Honestly, something. I, I thought about barn after something else that was picked. I don't know. I think the she shed made me think almost to take a barn. But yeah. Um, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. All right. So to recap, Kyle, you took a pool, a river, a boat, <laughs> and a barn. Yeah. This is awesome. Ryan, you <laughs> Do I get this stuff now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here you go. We'll have to talk to our, we'll have to talk to our sponsors. <laughs> right, podcast yeah. money. Um, uh, Ryan took a deck, a lake, a fire pit, and a pontoon boat. You're pretty set. Not so bad. No. I took an outdoor kitchen, an outdoor living room. <laughs> what in the world, honestly? An outdoor potty? An outdoor shower? <laughs> um, a hot tub? And an automatic door. Yours is definitely the worst. Hundred <laughs> percent the worst. No, ask any listener. Anybody who's not going to say that that's not the worst one. <laughs> automatic door. Automatic door. That's awesome. Oh, so a good. kitchen. Somebody could just help I, you. <laughs> or just open the door. Just open the door with your pinky, like everybody else. Right. Like start with the pinky and then I can finish just with your imagine feet. Sam. We're done. I can imagine Sam just coming it. home from the just grocery store. I don't even want to do Going around rates. the side yard. I'm already in a bad mood because of the over. And not just gonna, to go through that he's gonna get He's going to get his outdoor chair in front of the uh, the automatic door and it's just going to be opening and closing <laughs> forever. Yeah. It, yeah, He's going to get snow and have to be like run outside, turn off the automatic function, and then run back in. Yep. It's on my phone. <laughs> Just an on-off switch. I'm the Meyer not doors the one don't Meyer. open that way. Not the one from Meyer. That's not how it works. That's <laughs> not how any of this works. You're gonna get like a, a mountain lion come up to your, <laughs> or a bear Let's come not in your. Forget that anybody, house. any critter can then walk into his no, house. No, come in. no, I would turn it would, off when I'm sleeping. Oh, why would man. they come into his <laughs> indoor kitchen in his indoor? <laughs> They're right. They could just eat his stuff just outside. Be in their outdoor. That's true. Good point. Good point. Yeah. This was All so right. much funner earlier. We, we have totally <laughs> upset the man. Um. So, yep. <laughs> uh, Micah took a lazy river, a smoker, a tiki bar, and a she shed. He shed. He shed. He shed. He shed. Or she shed. Yeah. So. That lazy river might be our unsung hero here. Thanks, that that was a really how good How fun pick. is a lazy river? You just go around it's in circles. and not very much fun. Right. I mean, it, it, yeah. I don't think lazy rivers are that much fun. I but thought the somebody. The kids will go around for hours. And I they thought just, for sure somebody was going to pick beer in this. Just like just beer, oh yeah, Sam. alcohol should have been. So you yeah. can't have alcohol at your bar. There you go. I took it. Tiki bar. He's, we said <laughs> well, clean. no alcohol, <laughs> no booze. This is a Good dry luck. tiki bar. <laughs> it only has so. All right. Well, I thought it was gonna be fun, so you guys got really mean. Well, pick better stuff. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was on you. 
<laughs> All right. Anyways, we will talk about uh, Betting Hero is uh, one of our sponsors here at, on State of My Sports. Uh, basically, what they are is, is they're uh, a middleman. They're, they're the ones that, that give you the best available promo. Now more than ever, go to bettinghero.com, uh, promo code MIBETS, and sign up for some of these uh, uh, casinos, online casinos. You can go William Hill, you can go DraftKings, uh, FanDuel, uh, so many different options that are out there, and, and you can get there, get take take advantage of all the free money out there that these casinos are giving them, and win some money in these, these basketball games. And really, guys, if you want to support MI Sports here, uh, or state of my sports. If you want to support us, the best way to do that is to go to bettinghero.com, sign up using promo code MIBETS, and put some. It doesn't even have to be a lot. Just put some money on some of these accounts. Look for the best promo codes available. Pick and choose based on the week who has the best one out there available at that time. These promo codes don't go away. They just keep coming back week after week. They're going to come up with new ones based on the next sporting event. So it's in your best interest to go to bettinghero.com, MIBETS promo code and they'll do all the work for you you just get the easy bet every week yeah exactly and, when, and once you sign up at different uh casinos you can play the, the odds for for example I'm, I'm all mad right now because the red wings just hit the over it was over i i put it i took the under at five and a half you really messed it up but if i would have done it on FanDuel, i could have got it at six and that would have been a push but i was like oh. well i want i didn't want it i didn't want to push i wanted to either win or lose and get a better payout so and then i did you it. lost i did it on william hill Lost. Signed up through through Betting Hero, um, did it on William Hill, and I lost. It was the right idea. It was the right idea, but yeah. I, it was executed poorly by a freaking empty net goal. I'm not going to get over Philip. Um, great time to do betting right now, March Madness. Yes, there's a lot of free money out there. March For, like there's there's one on on Fanduel right now that uh, you can get every every uh, Michigan State fan that that bets on Michigan State, they're going to move the line by one point. So by the end of the by the time the game starts, it's going to be like. They're gonna be minus or plus eighty or something like that. If right. you get enough people to to do it, so uh, check that one out. That one's pretty cool. I mean, there's so many different ones going on um, that are worth doing. But uh, for Trav's pick of the week, he has taken MSU minus two against UCLA. He said the coaching matchup is huge. Uh, Izzo is entering his twenty third tournament and has won at least one game in eighty percent of eighty percent of the time. Well, uh, UCLA's coach Cronin, uh, he's entering. Uh, his 12th tournament, his first with UCLA, and uh, he's been knocked out of the first round uh, 55% of the time. Uh, MSU is playing better with recent wins against Michigan, Ohio State, and Illinois uh, before they lost to Maryland in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, In this tournament, Izzo, I mean, expect him to have these guys ready to play, and they're talented like we've already talked about, and a talented team. That's uh, that has a good coach. We'll find a way to cover a two point spread like that. Uh, my Wednesday parlay. I'm gonna go with the Raptors win against the Pistons. Uh, the Nets win against the Pacers. And I'm gonna take the over in the Ottawa Vancouver game and the over in the Oilers Flames game. So that is the the parlay. It is time to grade our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to once again remind everyone of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or you need some help from their expert staff, Siciliano's Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. Along with their 
their great selection of craft beer. They have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. They also have the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the state of my sports family and is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. Kyle, can you remind everybody what you're drinking and give it a little grade? Uh, no, yeah. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Wait, Ryan. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, from Bell's. Just a really nice beer, it says. Easy drinking golden ale. Uh, I'm not a huge generally ale guy. Um, this is a very good drinking ale. Uh, so I will give it a 7.7. I could drink this again. I would very enjoy nice, it. Very nice. Ryan. Yeah, so I'm drinking from Midland Brewing Company, Arbuckle Cold Brew. This is a coffee stout, 5.6 percenter. Um, this has grown on me as I've as I've, you know, drank it throughout the night. I'm gonna give it a. You know what? Actually, before I do that, they did send some information that I, I wanted to just kind of tell you about a little bit about Midland Brewing Company because they're doing something pretty cool up there in Midland. So they are releasing a seltzer called Sanford Station Seltzer where a portion of the sales will be donated to the village of Sanford to help with uh, funding the rebuilding of the community after last year's devastating flood that wiped out the entire village surrounding area and basically just took their lake, which is a vital part of their summer's tourist traffic and just like wiped it out. So they will be, it will be a cocktail inspired seltzers and other summers can be released. Other summer, <laughs> other beer cans that they'll be releasing. Other and, summer beers that they're releasing. Yeah, the other releases will be American is IPA that what you meant? called. Or is that yeah, what you sent? I was. What I, meant. I was like reading the text. <laughs> You're reading between Sam's I, lines. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. not a good mix. Me reading the Sam's lines. Yeah, I know. Uh, American <laughs> IPA called Rollway IPA. Watch out for that one. Jenny's Raspberry Sour Shandy. Ooh. That sounds pretty good. That sounds awesome. excellent. And Kokomo Pina Colada Smoothie IPA. Smoothie IPA. Watch out for those that they have yeah. been released over the summer. But again, I think the, the most important one is their Sanford Station Seltzer, Very where cool. a portion of their sales will be donated to the Midland area, basically because of uh, the flood that wiped out that whole area. Well done. Did you give it a grade? Yeah, seven seven. <laughs> seven seven. That Same. was Kyle's grade. It's both of our grades. <laughs> oh. Was it really? Table A. Yeah. <laughs> table A all the way. Do you like that? Left, left table. <laughs> Look. All right, guys. <laughs> that was good. I thought it was good. Thank you. So I'll, I'll just go because I think you're probably just going to end it like you usually do. We're getting better as we go. Uh, yeah. From One Well Brewing, Kalamazoo, Michigan, only ghosts to show. Only Not ghosts. Goes. Goes. To show. Lime ghosts. Uh, 4.4% alcohol by content. Uh, I think this beer would be tenfold if it were really hot out right now. Yeah, uh, it's sure. just it's just cold, and it, it's still a good beer. And <clears throat> the fact that you guys did seven seven, I already had my mind made up, and I was going with seven seven, and I'm still sticking with seven seven. Awesome. Down a lot. Keep it rolling. So I was gonna pick the under. all right i am drinking uh from new holland brewing company obviously in holland slash grand rapids uh they're what am i (laughs) sorry they're watermelon spritz i'm i'm assuming they're just getting really excited for uh the spring and the summer here which is perfect for watermelon uh, everybody eats watermelon. That should have been in the, one of our backyards was watermelon. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a spritzer, so it's not like, you know, that great. But what? 
What are you saying? Nothing. It could have been in your backyard, but you picked automatic door. Automatic door. Automatic I think automatic door. door is a great idea. <laughs> you guys need to stop with that. Well. You guys are really hurting my feelings. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> it is a four four point three percent alcohol by volume. It's a spritzer. It, it's what's supposed to be. You know, it's not great. If you like spritzers, I'm, it's, I'm sure it's an excellent choice. It's like your picks for the backyard thing. I'm gonna go with a not, not seven. S- <laughs> oh, do it two. <laughs> oh. Just messed up the parlay, dude. Seven two, <laughs> like always. I took the under. Oh. If it's not good, why do you give it a seven two? It is good. Oh, okay. It's yeah. just a spritzer. It's not like okay. I don't know. Yeah, seven seven would be a high grade for for that, right? For that style, even. I thought he was gonna go lower. No, I mean it, it's really good. It's just I couldn't. It's not what I'm gonna crave or anything. Yeah. But okay. I mean yeah. it, it's watermelon flavor. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, really delicious. There you go. There yeah, you go. So, um, anyways, uh, that was episode ninety-eight. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I thought he already yep. hit it. <laughs> episode ninety-eight. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for Expired. watching on the Facebook. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you guys for recording. I really appreciate it, John. Thank you for for your work. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week, if not sooner. Peace. The House Brewing Company and Cafe, Siciliano's Market, Mac Web Design. Also, thank you to Paradise Outlaw for allowing us to use their music for our introduction, Detroit Hustle, and for our out, Six Feet Down.